Good afternoon. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Um, it's been a semi-productive day. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of in a weird funk, and I know I probably talked about this like um, my first episode or my better yet my second episode. Um, towards the evening like I was saying that you know when you decide to really do something for yourself um and and walk in and walk inside of your purpose fear will attack fear will attack fear will attack because like I said before fear is afraid of you and it's afraid of you becoming who you need to be um because if you do despite fear existing then you know fear feels like you know you are you you will leave it you know honestly fear is just a clingy partner (laughs) um so speaking of clingy partners I'm going to actually talk about um places I feel I have failed Um, when it comes to love and relationships and being a partner. And so this next segment is probably going to um, really delve into that. Um, I really want to get started on... um, get started on talking about the restorative power of love and failure. And I know I've talked about it briefly, about just, you know how going through things kind of in a um, death type alive situations like this cyclical you know dead alive alive dead alive dead alive dead alive situation tends to like um, I don't know this tends to give me this like you know insight that you know is that I don't really get from anywhere else other than going through it, messing up, and learning from where I messed up and applying it to be a better and newer person. And so um, I just wanted to take time to kind of do a small intro piece of what we're going to be discussing in the next segment. So the next segment is going to be me is going to be me talking about um, the places I failed in love and being a partner. I had to actually write notes because <laughs> I had to write notes because, of course, if I was to go off the dome, I would go off a tangent and whatnot. But um, I just kind of want to, you know, share that piece of transparency with you in hopes that maybe you feel transparent enough to talk to me and call in about where you feel you have um, failed in love. If anything, do your call-ins now so I can add it, um, do some more add-ons. Um, but yeah, fear is definitely a mug because when I say it's even taking a physical toll because I've been thinking, okay, yeah, um, I've been sleeping a lot. I've been sleeping a lot, a lot, a lot. And I don't know if it was because I was a little bit sad or down or whatnot, but you know, when I'm upset or when things are not going right with me with inside, there is an external effect. You know what I mean? Like there is an external change in where I'm, you know, where I lay my head and do things and whatnot. So I saw myself, you know, sleeping a lot, one. And I think that was to kind of avoid 
doing things that I know I needed to be doing, like doing Anchor and um, writing down things that I need to write down so I can do my journaling and kind of get whatever's outside of my head and what's, what's in my head outside, you know? And so that was a big thing, but um, in my room, like my room is never really like extremely messy, but I know when it is messy, something's not right within me. And so, um, you know, which is crazy when I was younger, I was like clean for what? (laughs) But now as I get older, I know that it's tied to me having um, some issues within myself. So I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about where are places you fail in love and being a partner? This is Skin Deep. Look forward to hearing your call-ins. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Skin Deep. You just listened to Station ID um, by Jesse Music. Definitely, definitely, definitely a talented soul. Um, after this, you'll be hearing um, places that I feel I have failed in love and being a partner. Um, so stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. It's going to be a list um, if I have to break them down into parts. I will because it's a long list. <laughs> I have definitely had my, um, you know, my ins and outs when it comes to love. So, um, yeah, definitely wanted to make sure I expounded on each one. So, um, if this is, you know, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to kind of let this go. Um, I'm currently in a really transformative um, dynamic and relationship now. And I just feel that um, in order for me to continue to flourish in this situation, I need to make sure that I'm good. You know what I mean? Make sure that I'm mentally, you know, ready and do whatever. And so there's things that I have to kind of, you know, unpack. You know, you don't want to be the person with so much baggage, especially when it's a good thing. You want to be able to unpack it so you can create new memories and whatnot. But um, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse Music, for even sending that call in. I really appreciate you even providing some music for the station. Um, Please check him out. Definitely crazy with the guitar, like very talented. So um, I'll be back. And when I'm back, I will fully jump into the places I have failed in love and being a good partner. Look forward to hearing from you and I hope you look forward to hearing from me. Salud! It's Wednesday, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday. All right, places I've failed in love and which has ultimately um stopped me from being the best partner I could be um one not praying enough for my partner and self um 
for me prayer is sometimes even simply putting good intentions towards yourself towards your partner and your relationship um and you know kind of taking whatever power you have and submitting it to a higher power for a level of strength and counsel um sometimes you know prayer is the first way you can really 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 like plan to see you in your relationship and you know it's maybe more a regret than failure but um you know because i i would i would pray but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be consistent and sometimes it wouldn't involve praying for myself you know sometimes i've struggled even praying for my partner more than i prayed for myself which sometimes isn't a bad thing but when you're not praying for yourself at all you kind of um you kind of give an incomplete prayer over your relationship because you're not praying for your own personal strength um and it it, it definitely plays out um a second thing that um a second place is i have a hard time forgiving others and myself at times um that has kind of been one of those things where um even just as a human being in this world i want to learn how to be more forgiving i find myself um you know holding on to things that are that one doesn't serve the relationship or serve me you know like it it would it would it would be wear and tear to my productivity because I couldn't, you know, seem to let go of past hurts. And sometimes people don't even realize that even though you have said you forgive them, if you don't act on your forgiveness, then you put yourself of being the place of doing wrong. Um, and so, you know, as I get older, I, I tend not to want to do further wrong than necessary and forgiveness is something that I'm you know trying to learn how to do effectively <sighs> the third thing I can have unreasonable high expectations which forces me to ignore the good in myself and my partner so I'm a Virgo <laughs> So, um, I am critical. I have the ability to observe and, um, sometimes I appreciate it because it gets me into places that, um, I feel is distinctly, um, for me because I look at, you know, what is, you know, I just, I look at things critically and, and observantly. So I'm just like, okay, this is keen. This is something that I really need. Um, but when it comes to observing a partner and whatnot, or even observing yourself, having unreasonable expectations can stifle the actual potential and purpose of yourself and another person. Um, it carries this like smog over the brightness of your relationship because you keep finding ways to tear it down you keep finding ways to um discredit the things that are happening and so that could be a huge 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 issue is putting high expectations and when you have high expectations 
you put yourself in a position to get highly disappointed. Um, and that's a big thing because disappointment can linger just like unforgiven, like just like being unforgiven. Like um, it can put you in this place of just really not um, appreciating things because of what you think or how you think something should go. All right. That's the first five minutes. And that's the first three. I, when I say there's a lot more, <laughs> there's a lot more. So tune in. Okay, this is part two of places I fell in love. Um, so continue on with number four. I tend to hold micro grudges, which kind of leads to, um, which kind of is another part of the, um, you know, forgiveness part. But I tend to hold on to grudges. Like, um, <laughs> I think when I was a kid, I tend to like, you know. I'm, I'm the type of person who's like, ah, you've hurt me, so now I hold it over your head forever, forever. <laughs> and I just like remember reading this quote, um, I'm definitely going to butcher it, so bear with me. But, you know, being angry at someone is like holding a hot coal you intend to throw at them, but never throwing it. And which ultimately just kind of leads to you having to either endure this hot coal being on your hand or having to make the decision to either cast it or let it go. And um, a big thing about grudges is you can't seem to let shit go. <laughs> and um, that causes turmoil in the relationship with yourself and the other person. Um, I find myself to never be able to hurt people more than I can hurt myself, which is like, um, a double ended sword because I can be vengeful and I can be, you know, mean and I have the potentials. I'm going to be transparent. I'm a human being. So yeah, I can be mean. I can be vengeful. And like I said, it never, ever hurts the person more, the other person more than it hurts me. Well, yeah, because because then I have to come to the realization that, damn, you did a really shitty thing. And not only that, did you, you know, did you intend to do it, but now you find yourself, you know, completely, you know, messed up because of it. Um, the fifth thing is I am passive aggressive when I feel some type of way. So my passive aggressiveness is definitely at like, if there was a scale from one to 10, it's like a 48. It's like a good, it's like a good 48 of passive aggressiveness. I have the ability, ability to really just like, oh, it's just, it's like, I become cold. I become cold. I become um, just unloving. I don't act on love. Um, when I'm passive aggressive, I tend to just like, you know, try to hold things down um, and not really express how I want to really, you know, the way I want to express. Because one, I'm probably even con overtly considering your, um, my other, the other person or and in, in replacement of considering how I felt. Um, and I, I tend to just like, you know, have just like, I don't want to be confrontational 
situation, but then I am being confrontational because I'm trying to give a silent treatment like no other. And when I think about those like levels of passive aggressiveness, I think about, you know, people in my life who maybe have taught me how to do those things. And, um, and you know, it's a train, it's a train situation that I find myself to be comfortable in, which is not good for anything. Um, the sixth thing would have to be, I don't speak up immediately when I feel violated. And I think that adds to the um, passive aggressive, but it's, you know, speaking up when you feel wronged when you feel violated, when you feel um, afraid, or when you feel like something wrong has been done to you, is a necessary thing. And as I was going through my whole like process of trying to figure out where my strengths are and where my weaknesses are, and um, and, and within myself and within myself as in a partner, I realized that. I struggle to speak up for myself and I've struggled because of so many, so many past situations and, you know, having to learn boundaries is something that as a woman, you know, it's tough to really, you know, do, but we'll come back because three is coming up. Three is coming up. <laughs> Skin Hey, hey, this is part three of places I have failed in love. So I'm on the seventh one. <laughs> Seven, I can be mean when I feel slighted. Um, I have, I know I've talked about this before, but I have a quick mouth, okay? And I will never attack you on things you can't change but like I said I am a very observant person and um, sometimes I can use my observation skills for filth for vile filth I can read someone for filth I have the tendency and ability capabilities as well to you know read someone within 30 seconds and really you know come for their character like come for everything that they've ever loved like really really come for you and I hate that about myself right because it is just mean-spirited when you do so and the only time I feel that need to do so is when I feel like my back is to the wall and because of my passive aggressiveness, if things kind of happen and it, you know, and I'm not saying it immediately, it accumulates. So sometimes someone can say something to me that has reached the bar on my, you know, on my meter, but it may not even be as bad as things that they've done. But because it's reached that bar on my meter, I immediately go ape shit. I, I just like and then and it's it's just terrible. One is unladylike like a mug. But two, it's harmful. It's harmful and vengeful. Because at the end of the day, 
if you don't want to talk to someone, if you don't want to be around this person, you have every right to say that. But what you don't have a right to do is cause harm to someone, regardless of if they've even caused harm to you. Causing harm because you've been harmed doesn't make the situation better. And so that's a big thing was I have the tendency to, I had the tendency because I'm working on myself, I had the tendency (laughs) to be mean. Um, Number eight, I can be hypocritical at times I can ask my partner to not do something but yet find myself doing this exact same thing and I didn't really realize that until like maybe you know my last relationship or slash now relationship it's this like dang girl you don't want nobody to be mean to you you don't want nobody to you know talk down to you this that, and the other and yet Anytime you feel upset, that's the first thing you do, you know, and, you know, kind of finding that balance is tough because you don't, there's a lot of things that we don't want to be done to us that we do to others. And uh, we may not feel like we do it to the same extent, but regardless of the degree, we still do it. And that is hypocrisy. And so I can't expect my partner to be like, oh, let me tell you about my day. Let me tell you about this, that, and the other, and then not be willing to do the same, you know? So it comes in any type of facet. Just being a hypocrite can be problematic, especially when you're dealing with your a partnership. And so that's something that I definitely find myself doing more than I like to admit. The ninth thing is I bring past relationship traumas to my present causing myself to punish my new partner for the past hurts my ex-partners have created and I know a lot of people go through that you know kind of trying to oh I love trying to kind of unpack those traumas that you um you fail to you know you fail to really let go of it can be difficult and trust me I know because you don't even realize how much of an effect it really has on you but I'm probably going to even talk about that a little bit further because I feel like a lot of people have issues with past traumas and bringing it to their present um relationship so yeah skin deep be back So the last one, I stopped at um, bringing past relationship relationship traumas to my present, causing myself to punish my new partner for the past hurts my ex-partners have created. Typically, um, when traumas happen, they can have a delayed effect. Um, And for me, when it came to trying to come into a new situation, I didn't even realize how much, you know, trauma I may have faced, you know, being in a toxic relationship and being in a relationship that wasn't filled with love, that wasn't, wasn't, that didn't support your, your, your growth. And then when you do find something that's a little bit more fitting to who you want to be and what's needed. You, you, you know, you realize, damn, I haven't unpacked the bullshit that I just went through. And, you know, it's not only unfair to you, but it's damn sure unfair to your partner. 
And so, of, of course, if you have you know, problems with speaking and you're passive aggressive, you know, a lot of the things are going to manifest um, even potently, but then it will manifest, but you have no one else to blame but yourself, you know? And so unpacking from past relationships is so, so importante. It's so important. So um, that was my ninth one. So we're going to move on to the 10th. I forget to love myself first. I'm going to say that one more time and slowly. I forget to love myself first. And I know in partnerships and relationships and regardless, you know, we want to be the one who gives and gives love and this and the other. But I had a, I realized I have a problem with receiving love. I have even problems with receiving compliments. You feel me? And that's because complimenting myself, loving myself has been a foreign thing. So when other people do it, it feels still foreign. And because of that foreign feeling, with love and, and you know compliments or whatever that is because you don't do it to yourself and so it causes you to feel out of place so failing to love yourself before you decide to love someone else can cause a rift in you, not only yourself but the situation that you're trying to create because it's coming from an exasperated host it's coming from a place of emptiness and when things come from a place of emptiness it causes an attachment to someone it causes a a, um, a codependency on someone to someone because you are depending on them to love you before you relied on yourself to love yourself and take in any add-ins and add-ons so loving yourself is important. This is not for just women. This is for men as well because I feel like a lot of men are going through their self-love journey. Not as um, not as vocal as a lot of women that I've realized, but men are also going through a self-love journey. Men have also gone through this point of, I don't know if I love myself. I don't know if people generally love me. And, you know, and then, but, and yet still going into relationships not taking time to really love themselves, love what they can offer, love who they are, and love that self completely. So that is a huge, huge, huge failure um, when it comes to um, the things that I could have done and should have done. Um, another one is I forget to forgive myself for past hurts I've allowed. The past hurts that I've allowed, I think one major thing that has really, you know, taken its toll on me is because of all the things that have happened, I tend to, yeah, okay, it's easy to blame someone for doing something that was wrong, but to allow, to permit them to do so was problematic. So that's for part Four. <laughs> I'll be coming back with five. All right, this was five. This is five now. 
Um, so I stopped that for, um, I forget to forgive myself for past hurts I've allowed. Just to kind of even just go on that one more time. It's literally, at some point in time, you're going to have to take accountability for things that people have done to you because of your permittance. You've permitted them to, um, violate you longer than needed. You've permitted them to be in your space when they weren't um they 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 didn't deserve to be in your space and sometimes you allow disrespect in your life because you first disrespect yourself and so you not you i i had an issue with uh with boundaries with boundaries with boundaries with boundaries and you know the first boundary that can be broken is usually going to be a boundary you've um established for yourself and you're the first one to cross it so if you're the first one to cross your boundaries then of course you're going to allow other people to cross your boundaries so forgiving myself for that um was a tough situation because it 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 made me feel like, you know, dang, why why wasn't I strong enough to do those things? Sometimes you just have to forgive yourself for that moment moment of a weakness and allow yourself to um, grow and develop as necessary. The next thing, number 12, is being afraid to share my whole self. So as human beings, we are definitely multifaceted, right? We are happy, we are sad, we are loving, we are spiteful, we are, you know, joyful, we are depressed. And there's so many different elements. And I thought in a relationship, it's always best to present your representative. And what I mean by present your representative is present the best aspects of you. And oftentimes when you start off with the best aspects of you, there is this need to maintain only the best aspects of you, which is unreasonable. It is an unreasonable expectation and it's unfair to the beauty of being transparent with someone who cares and someone who, you know, someone who generally just wants to know you um, and trying to keep up with that, you know, with that good 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 all the time doesn't leave room for the truth and so I you know now I'm tending to like you know present my whole self you know and if they don't love you for that then oh fucking well because guess what you can be a combination of multiple things and majority be good but if you continuously hide the things that are not so perfect then you find yourself in this like matrix of maintaining perfection that is only going to kill you and your spirit so um being a perfectionist is a big thing but um really making sure that i expose myself um, not with fear either like no 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 no. so that was my 12 last one is being too clingy because I'm afraid of being alone 
I know I'm not the only one who has done this, and I'm sure I won't be the last one to do this, but clinginess is a real thing, especially when you feel like you found the right person or found a good person for you. Immediately, you're just like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Become my third ass cheek. Like... <laughs> Who are you, Aisha? <laughs> Don't be putting your real name out here, skin deep. <laughs> but for real, like, it's, it, you know, you become so attached. And that's only because you're afraid of, you know, being by yourself sometimes. Because being by yourself is a reminder of, to some, a reminder of a place that made you feel lonely. But I'm learning now that being alone is okay. So, the need to be clingy dies with each thought. So these are my final remarks for this um, segment, places I failed in love and being a partner. Um, with all the lessons that I've accumulated and, you know, hopefully am learning to, uh, you know, apply, um, I just wanted to just remind you guys that Love is a process. And it's a process that is best honored when you take from your experiences and you learn from it and you really don't just apply those lessons to the person you're with, but apply them to yourself. Um, loving yourself is important. In fact, importante. It's so important. When you love yourself, you have, weird enough, you have so much room to love other people. When you love yourself, when you open yourself to loving yourself, you allow real love to penetrate effectively, right? Because if you don't love yourself, when real love comes and it's ready to pour on you, you wouldn't even know how to receive it. In fact, you will reject it because you fi you find it to be and like disingenuous. You find it to not be a real thing. And the only reason why it feels like a real uh, unreal thing or a foreign thing is because it is to you. Because loving yourself has been such a huge block so of course if you're not loving yourself how can anyone really you know not better yet not how can anyone love you but how can you be able to receive the love that people are willing to give so the reason why I, I, I want to talk about the restorative power of love and failure is because so often you know when something happens something bad happens we don't realize the good that is happening within the bad within the negative and at the end of the day love is a battlefield <laughs> oh, i am so cheesy y'all but love is a battlefield and if you don't equip and arm yourself with real ass structure with real ass dedication consistency and and love you 
are aiming to get killed with love and that is the worst situation because love is supposed to build you grow you and develop you for the things that is needed and necessary so when you decide to love yourself make sure that you make a whole effort into loving yourself make sure that you put in to taking some time if you need to don't be afraid to say hey look i think i might need some time to get my mind right because you know I want to be in the best position to love you and I want to be in the best position to um, to to really cultivate something good. I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about my flaws. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed me talking about my flaws because that's just what it is. Um, it took me a minute to really come up with something to say. Um only because I wanted to have structure, but I really hope that you guys um, realize that if you find yourself in any of these points, realize that you're not alone. These are things that, you know, as you grow and as you develop, if you want to be the better a better lover, you're going to just have to admit, you know, I am so grateful because I found someone that I genuinely want to be better. I found someone, you know, I found someone who matches better yet my will to be better and matches you know matches that 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 push to get to a better place and because of the love that I've invested in myself I am now able to even receive the love this person's willing to give which is you know sometimes even tough but I feel like I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm opening myself to more things than anticipated. So I just want to leave you guys off with love, positivity, and growth. This is your girl Skin Deep and I hope that you decide to love deeply. Bye!